victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Welcome back, one and all, to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. This this might actually be the week we get on YouTube. Don't hold your breath. I've Uh-oh. been crying for a couple of weeks, but we'll see what happens. Um, mastered TikTok, but YouTube is a, is a little bit longer. But what do you what do you guys think about trying to get just the review part up on YouTube? Yeah, okay. whatever. I think, yeah, I think whatever. we can... What do we got to do? We got to hold off on the cursing for the first five minutes or something like that? Nah, that ain't going to happen. I'll do my best. <laughs> All right. But them, them's is the YouTube rules. Ah, you can't get monetized on it for a while anyway. But I, I have seen people edit their videos. To, they throw in the little beeps in there in the beginning. And oh, then after man. like five minutes, they just Stop. let it go. Let yeah. it go. <laughs> okay, well, something to think about. Food for thought. Um, all right, you guys want to jump into jump into cool of the week? Uh, yeah, I'll go first because I'm super busy with family shit. So the only thing I got to watch, as a matter of fact, I just watched it right before we jumped on uh, the first episode of Tales from the Walking Dead. Oh, nice! Is uh, is that the one with Terry Crews? Terry Crews, Olivia Munn, and there oh, wow. was a third actress in there. I don't know her name, but she did look familiar. Um, yeah, it's it's just a it's part of an anthology, you know. They're they're in the the universe, and Terry Crews is right. like a try not to spoil it. He's he's kind of like a prepper, doomsday prepper. Oh yeah, like so Makes he kind of knew this was happening, but right. He he he's basically he ends up going on a road trip because he he wants to go find somebody because you know he's lonely. You know, I, I don't know where when this takes place. It kind of feels like maybe. It's years into the zombie apocalypse or whatever. Okay, so you and think then, it's you think it's later than where the show is now or before? It it no, it has to be like a year or two in into it. Okay. And then he he leaves to go find this person, and on the way there, he he runs into Olivia Munn's character, and then they kind of join up to because she's also going somewhere looking for somebody. And uh, yeah, different terminology for for walkers. I, I think they called them toe toe taggers. Toe taggers. Oh. <laughs> okay. Just sure. call them zombies. Right. <laughs> Why do we keep doing this? Everything but. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't. You know, if I probably if I if I watched anything else this week, it, that probably it wouldn't have been the cool of the week. But that that's not a bad thing. It's not a knock. It's just okay. they didn't really they didn't really do nothing that wowed me you know i'm gonna keep watching it but right right and i think when we reviewed the teaser trailer i kind of i think i said i kind of felt like maybe the production value was a little higher 
or it looked like okay. it was a little higher. This one, it did not look like that. So I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it's uh, they're having different directors for yeah. each episode. Right. And, but they spend all their money on Terry well, Crews. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> still want to know why he's so big. Well, was the, there? <laughs> was there? Uh, was there? Rated all the protein shakes. <laughs> was right, there sorry. some? Was there some comedy in it? I mean, like, was it like at least somewhat comedic? Uh, I would not say comedic. A uh, little lighthearted. The the, okay. the banter between him and Olivia Munn, kind of getting to know each other. Right, right. Because they kind of meet on different circumstances. You know, you got to be Larry when you run into other people in The Walking Dead. Sure. Yeah. So the banter back and forth was kind of lighthearted, not not too comedic. Hmm. Okay. It's okay. I think the next episode has uh, Parker Posey in it. Man, haven't seen that her. In a while. <laughs> yeah, and then it has another actress. I can't think of her name, but she's been in a lot of comedies. So I think the next one will be a little bit more comedic. More comedic. All right. Well, I guess that's the cool thing about one-offs. They can they can do whatever they want, right? Yeah, yeah. and I think it's uh, AMC Plus exclusive. So probably. Oh, yep. All right. Uh, oh yeah, Better Call Saul. The finales tonight. I, I was surprised it wasn't already up on AMC Plus at midnight. You got to wait till eight, like everybody else. I'm so behind on that show. Uh, we got we got caught up last night. I've never even started it. <laughs> really? At yeah, all? I've heard good things. Well, did you did you watch Breaking Bad? Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. You kind of have to then at some point, man. Yeah. I'll probably wait till it's done. Done. Yeah, they they did a good job because when the show started, I was like, "Do we really need a show about this character?" Yeah, yeah. And they did a real good job of his whole backstory and how he became who he was, and it's a good show. It just you know another show that just got lost in the shuffle with all the ten thousand other shows that are going on. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm still keeping my sticky note, guys, of every everything I need to watch. The left hand side is shows that AJ will not watch with me, <laughs> and the right and the right hand side is is shows that 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 I figure she'll probably watch with me. What's like the number one show she will not watch with you? Um, she doesn't like anything with demons in it. Oh, so like if I watch e- if I watch Evil, which I'm yeah. thinking about starting, she's she's definitely out. That one's not bad. I've I've been watching. Yeah, that. I heard it's a good show. Brian, have you yeah. have you seen it? I watched uh, probably half of the first season and I liked it, but again, okay. another show that just got, got another. Yeah, yeah. it's but not I've near heard, as funny as they make it out to be in the yeah. in the trailers. But, I think yeah. it got it got more serious as the show went on. Mm-hmm. Well, they still have like the comedic trailers, even like if they're just previewing the next episode. Okay, and I'm like that's not the tone of the show at all. I don't know why they're <laughs> doing that. Right. <laughs> Whatever works, man. And then, uh, uh, Brian, were you done with Cool of the Week? Yep, that's all. All right, then I've been watching, um, aside from some evil, uh, I finally started right? Supernatural. I've never actually watched it. Oh, oh that's good, luck. Be a- good luck on that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a chore. A lot of episodes. I may take some breaks on that one. <laughs> sure, sure. But uh, it's better than I expected it to be. I always sort of saw it as like a silly CW kind of show. Kind and, of a pre- uh, preteen type thing. Yeah. And uh, the guys are pretty cool, man. They've got a cool car. There's cool music. They're killing okay. demons. It's 
it's set up for the most part where it's uh very episodic like they have a different monster in each episode Mm -hmm. which uh too many shows are getting away from i mean i know it's kind of obvious and you eventually run out of shit to do but it's also fun and it doesn't take itself too seriously all right Cool, man. Yeah, I might. Uh, like Hercules days, you know. Well, I was gonna say I might check it out. Who the fuck am I kidding? I'm not. I'm not gonna invest in that, man. <laughs> if it was like six, six or ten episodes a season, I might. But I yeah, think it's like but they got a lot 26. of episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think all that stuff's changing though, because they, yeah. they they canceled the Flash and all like that. Oh, and it had nothing to do with Ezra Miller because he's the Flash in the other. No, movies. there's a there's a big Warner Brothers shakeup. Because you know, uh, oh, yeah. Discovery owns Warner Brothers now, and exactly. they brought in they brought in a new executive, and mm-hmm. I guess with like DC, they're doing like a they got a ten year plan. They're okay. like shelving yep. shows and canceling this, and saying you know we're gonna put the respect into the characters it deserves, and so they're I gonna think, start over. Maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, I think they're going to keep a couple of characters as who they are, but just mm-hmm. we'll, prob- we'll probably end up seeing a, a reboot. Yeah. And I know, I know on HBO Max, uh, some of their like uh, HBO Max original movies and shows, they, they had uh, pulled them. Okay. Because I, I guess they're they're going over they're going with quanti- uh, quality over quantity. So. Well, that's sounds good. Good soundbite anyway, right? Yeah, well, I kind of was reading about the new guy because you, you, I'm sure you guys probably read the the Batgirl movie that they spent ninety million dollars. They they ended up shelving it even though it's finished. <laughs> I guess terrible. one thing Ouch. that he, one thing that he did was I guess he told the actors and actresses that they want to continue working with them. It wasn't them that fucked the movie up. It was okay. the people handling the movie, and I guess the yeah. guy previously running Warner Brothers was not too liked by the the people that they work with so Eesh. well man it's got to be really bad to have it done and shelf it i y'all know to spend that <laughs> much money 90 it million all, dollars from, from what i also it. heard it was a, a a tax thing too by shelving it oh come on and i guess they're saving they're gonna end up saving like 20 million dollars Instead of losing ninety, I don't. I don't know how that works with taxes. That, yeah, I know they can't. They can't my ever, mind, man. They can't ever release it though, since they're doing that. Huh? Oh, you can bet there's going to be a copy there's, somewhere out there. Oh, there'll there'll be a leak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody will be selling bootleg. And then a, DVDs and then a, at Comic Con or something. And then a, and then there'll be a porn parody. <laughs> and then they'll and then there'll be a there'll be a uh, an asylum version that's called like COVID girl or something. Yeah, I guess the big problem is <laughs> the Flash. Chick. <laughs> the big problem is the Flash movie because I guess. Oh yeah, they're He's saying off the they're, reservation they're, man. But I guess the reports are the movie's actually good. So. Uh oh. There's. So I mean, he was, he was good as the Flash. He's just a fucking psychopath. Yeah, yeah, they said did. for sure. They said for sure he's done after yeah. the movie comes out. I agree. I think he should be. Yeah, he, just got, he just got arcane. arrested over the weekend again. <laughs> he just got arrested again. How does he keep yeah. getting out? <laughs> he's the Flash, man. Come on. Yeah, he's... <laughs> he gets arrested every other week. He does his crime and he gets <laughs> out of there fast. <laughs> All right, Lance, you got you got a cool. 
Yeah, Mike. Uh, well, let me go with my not so cool of the week because this movie Ropa or this TV series Ropa doped me in big time. Because it started out okay, but a little weird. Then it got really, really, really good. And then the last two episodes just fucking fucked me, man. Just absolutely makes no sense at all. The way they ended it made zero sense. It was a cliffhanger, but it's one that I. It's one of those cliffhangers on a series that you hope it doesn't lead into a second series because, quite frankly, you're at the point where you don't want to know what the fuck's really going on. But this is a show on uh, Prime called Open Open Range with, oh, with uh, uh, Thanos. Thanos, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And uh, man, it just it got so good, like the the halfway through the season, and and we were hooked, and then all of a sudden it just completely disintegrated into I don't know what the fuck was going on. Really? All these storylines, and yeah, they didn't tie a single thing up, and it was just very, very, um, man, just unappealing at, at the end there. Like, it just, it pissed me off. AJ and I looked at each other and said, why the fuck did we just invest eight hours in that or whatever it was? So... Ah, I hate that. Man, yeah, that's that's my not-so-cool of the week, but... Uh, they lost like, you. They lost me, man. <laughs> they, they, like, they, like, lost, lost Jack Falvey. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, cool of the week, the return of live music, guys. Um, uh, not my favorite type of music, but last Saturday I went to see uh, Garth Brooks. No no social distancing there. There were 95,000 people in attendance. Live music is back with a vengeance. So, uh, Phil, we did have tickets to go, or we were going to get tickets to see, uh, what was it, Mudvayne and Rob Zombie? Yeah. But like we changed our plans because of kids going back to school and stuff like that. But uh, so I've got I've got tickets in September to see Porcupine Tree. Probably one percent of our listeners know who the fuck they even are. Very <laughs> obscure progressive rock band. But uh, they had they had broken up and they said they would never tour together again. And all of a sudden, this album comes out that nobody knew was coming out. So it's good to see them back and touring. And uh, Phil, we're going to see the uh, Jason Bonham Led Zeppelin experience, aren't we? In December. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So when is that now? Uh, fuck, December something. I've got. Oh to yeah, because they moved the date on us. Yeah, they moved the date on us, but we'll uh, we'll be there for that one, right? Sure, I'll be there. Yeah, live live music's back. No no rock Oklahoma this year. I think my old heart can't take it anymore. But uh, <laughs> Brian, you got any good good shows coming up there to Alaska? Um, so out of the loop up here. I know over the weekend the the building I work at, uh, what's his name, just DJ the uh, DJ Aoki. Okay. So I know I know the ven the venue I work at. They always have somebody. I, yeah, I never know I, until I'm like the weekend after. So do you do you get to see the shows for free? Uh, if I do, I, I probably wouldn't go. I'm uh, I'm not into people i guess <laughs> <laughs> the crowds man yeah i get some social yeah. anxiety sometimes <laughs> yeah i, I used to go older, it's like ah all right you're too close to me <laughs> i used to go when i was younger but that was you know right. when, with with my my brother and my friends and yeah sure. well thank so. god thank god for blu-rays right where you can watch the concert in the comfort of your own home with whatever um Whatever refreshments you choose to indulge in, right? Yeah, even when we are got a movie that we're reviewing in the theaters, I try to I try to go when there's like hardly nobody there. 
Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. Oh, first, yeah. Nobody in the show. theater is a great experience. <laughs> first showing, please. Yeah. Yeah, black black saint style, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Pull your pants down if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it, man. Um, any headlines, Brian? Yeah, we got a few. Uh, this is uh, probably what a good two weeks built up of news. Um, of course, we start with TV. Uh, Netflix has ordered a fourth season of Love, Death, and Robots. Nice, nice. Good show. Are you caught up, Phil? Yeah. That show's random as hell, but I like it. Right? But Netflix has canceled First Kill after one season. Wow. Didn't get that. And, yeah, and uh, I guess one of the producers came out and it just basically was like Netflix never promoted the show or pushed it. They just kind of put it out there and then... It was a good show, man. Yeah. I, I've been, original I mean, story. I... I didn't hear a lot of people talk about it, but when I did hear people talk about it, they said it was good. Mm-hmm. I think it just, they didn't promote it like their bigger shows, just kind of put it on Netflix. Sure. Nobody probably watched it because they didn't know about it. And, you know, Netflix likes to cancel things anyways. Yeah, Santa Clarita Diet. They need to at least make a movie. At oh, least. that was so weird. Such a popular yeah. show. And then they're just like, oh, canceled. On a cliffhanger, too. I don't mm-hmm. get it. I don't get it. Uh, I don't know if anybody even cares anymore. The Walking Dead's uh, Daryl Dixon spinoff series. <laughs> we'll see the character go to France. <laughs> how, does he, how does he get there? <laughs> he rides his bike all the way to France. Are you serious? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he rides. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Rides in a helicopter with Rick to the UK and then and then rides his bicycle through the channel, I guess, huh? I I'm more interested in the, the Rick Michonne thing just because I want to oh, yeah. know where Rick's been this whole time than Daryl well, Dixon ended up in France. That makes no <laughs> fucking sense, man. Maybe the whole season is uh, just him being a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that'd be cool. Yeah, that, that, that piqued my interest there. There'd have to be more ships out there to steal from. So. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, Noah Wiley's uh, Alien series on FX will officially begun begin production next year. So it is oh. greenlit and officially ready to go. Noah so, Wiley? No, did I, is that what I said? Noah Hawley. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah, no, Noah Wiley was the guy in ER, right? Yeah, he's not doing nothing. So. Well, he was so, in that one alien show. Um, fuck, the one with... Uh, God damn it. It was like an alien versus... No, he was in Predator thing, right? Uh, he was in one movie... Falling Skies, right? Wasn't he Wasn't he the main guy in Falling Skies, the alien invasion show? Uh, I'm sure he's, years a, back. sure he's a nice guy, but he has nothing to do with this project. Okay, so. all right. Is this alien in general or alien like the brand? The brand. Okay, hmm. Where, what time period okay. does it take place? Uh, they said, I think it will. It has nothing to do with Ellen Ripley, so it won't be like okay. a recasting of the character or bringing Sigourney Weaver back. So probably after. Okay. Hmm. All right. Interesting. Or, or during. You never know. Maybe yeah. it'll be Space Pirates. <laughs> with Daryl Dixon. Yes. 
one more little bit of TV news. Uh, Kurt and his son Wyatt Russell will be in the Godzilla spinoff show, Godzilla and the Titans. Nice. Nice. <laughs> it's a big name to get in a TV show. No kidding. Yeah, and uh, I, like, I like his son Wyatt. I'd like to mm-hmm. see him oh, more. Yeah. You know, and anti-Captain America. Mm-hmm. Killing people with the shield. Right, right. Uh, let's see. Run, Sweetheart, Run. Uh, this movie was supposed to come out like two years ago. And Amazon has, I guess, purchased it. And it's coming out off October 28th on Prime. Okay, is that a, uh, a is it like a rem- American remake of Run, Lola Run? Or what is it? I know she does some running. I think she goes on like a okay. one of those. I think she goes on a date. She meets him on one of those uh-huh. online dating things. And oh boy, I guess I, if I remember the trailer, it's been a while since I've seen it. I think he reveals himself to be a serial killer and he wants her to run. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait. <laughs> it looked like it was going to be good, so I don't. Uh-huh. I don't know why it got shelved for so long. No. Uh, also on Amazon Prime, My Best Friend's Exorcism, September 30th. Yeah, that's got to be a comedy. Do not know what it is. <laughs> I assume so. Uh, the remake of Goodnight Mommy is coming to Amazon Prime also September 16th. So over the next okay. few months, they're dropping a whole bunch of movies on Amazon Prime. A lot of horror, thriller related content. Yeah, trying to compete with Shudder a little bit, I guess. Nice segue, Lance. Uh, VHS 99 is coming to Shudder October 20th. There you go. I, we might have that one on the schedule, because I don't think we've reviewed any of the VHS movies, have we? Not that I could recall. I think Not we've so. covered a few of them in the 31 days of Halloween or whatever. Yeah, we've, we've talked about them a lot. We've never actually reviewed one. Yeah, right, we, right? we might throw that one on the schedule. Cool. I know me and me and Nez, we did the series, but uh, <laughs> we recorded one for VHS 95, and uh, that one never came out. What? <laughs> just all I have to say is it it just needs to be <laughs> it needed to be re-recorded because <laughs> we were both tired and maybe oh man one of us was green. I don't know. Lost <laughs> lost in the annals of time. It'll it'll somebody's gonna find it and put it out when they put out uh, uh, Batwoman or whatever it is. Some yeah. stuff might have been talked about. Uh-oh. Some some actors might have been mentioned that had nothing to do with the movie. So yikes. <laughs> How does the VHS even actually work, man? <laughs> uh, let's see. Anne Dowd from uh, Handmaid's oh, yes. Tale and Hereditary. She has joined the cast of Blumhouse's Exorcist trilogy, the sequel to the original uh, movie. Okay. Well, she's creepy. That's for sure. So now that's those are full-length movies, right, that they're going to yep. do here? Okay. Direct sequels hmm. from the original. I think they're okay. Red Continent. Every all the other Exorcist movies are just no, no more Exorcist the the, the heretic anymore, huh? No, not uh, was it James Earl Jones? Isn't he like spitting out a tomato or something? <laughs> no. I don't know, man. See, I, some of those get lost on me, like two yep. or three or whatever. I can't even right? really remember a whole lot about. <laughs> they it. run together. Yeah, the, the beginning. Three's- Three's good. good. 
Okay. Three's good. <laughs> it's not ridiculous? I thought it was ridiculous. The oh. two's two's ridiculous. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> three's pretty good. Uh the Dominion or whatever it was, the, the, right, the prequel right. one was just, sure. just too long and Okay. The series was good. Though. Yeah. I w- didn't they like okay. Were there two versions of that movie that got released? Yes. Okay. I remember seeing um, both of them, and I was like, I swear to God, I've already watched this movie. <laughs> I think it was like a director problem, and I think somebody yeah. else did the, the second version of it. So Yeah, and it was they were almost the exact same movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Double Keanu dip. Reeves. Oh, what was that? Double dipping. Double, Double dipping. dipping. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is set to star in Hulu's The Devil in the White City, which is produced oh, by Martin okay. Scorsese. And I thought... Leonardo DiCaprio was in it, but he is just right. on as a producer. Interesting. So is this like a serial killer? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's the the guy that made the Murder Hotel. They kind of based part of that American Horror Story okay. hotel on, on his. Story. He made all the little passageways. And... Exactly. Yeah, and then he had a, a, like a lot of the guys that that built the house were buried in the concrete in the house. So is. Keanu going to be like That's a, an insane story, man. <laughs> is Keanu the main story. guy then? Probably. <laughs> I hope he has Whoa. some guns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I think he was into like a lot of torture and stuff like that. <laughs> like he, he'd get stuck in a, a hallway and he'd put him in a put him in a room and starve him to death or something like really Jesus, sick. Shit. How do you get away with shit like that for that long? <laughs> well, it was the world's fair was going on, man. Everybody was out watching the world's fair. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, we are getting more sequels, um, to the strangers three to be exact. Wow. And I think they're filming them back to back to back. No doubt. And, uh, Rennie Harlan is directing at least one of the upcoming sequels. Hmm. Uh, there was a rumor about a Paranormal Activity 8 coming out. Uh, that rumor is not true. Yeah, maybe it's time to stop now. <laughs> I wouldn't mind if they were straight to streaming. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think I even watched the one whoops, called Next of Kin or something like that. We reviewed it. <laughs> I, think I, See, I think I missed that one. That's another one where they all sort of start running together after the first yeah. couple. That, that did we review was, it? Did yeah, I watch that, it? That, I think you did, Lance. Oh, no. <laughs> Is that the one with the little blonde girl? No, that oh, was a different uh, one. See, I didn't like. I didn't hate the new one, but I didn't like okay. it. I, I liked that it was a totally different story. It wasn't just the same right? plot it? line. Wasn't it like the Mormons or the... Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I saw it, man. If I did, I must have really been out of it. <laughs> you, were, you were there, I remember. Uh-oh. I think Tavares was there with us. Next of Kim? I yeah. don't think I saw it, man. It was on your favorite streaming platform, uh, Paramount+. Plus. Oh, man. I, I'm going to have to go back and listen. <laughs> I, I, I must not have <laughs> liked it very much. <laughs> Maybe you weren't there. I don't know. I don't know, dude. dude I'm trying to. I'm trying to. We've make done a list. so many episodes. Like when I do the right. schedule, I gotta. I gotta go back to because sometimes I put down movies that we've already done, and I gotta double right. check. Well, we've done the thing twice, um, and there's one other movie we've done twice. I can't remember what it was, but 
God damn it. Should be that uh, bacon one. We need to do that again. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need to make uh, a massive list, we might, man. we might do Psycho end up doing that twice because I, yeah. I had put a poll up okay. of which uh, right. franchise uh, people want us to do next in uh, Psycho mm-hmm. franchise one. Oh, right. wow. I didn't even catch that, so maybe we'll have to get that for feedback next week. I watched the Vince Vaughn one not too long ago. I heard it's not too bad. It's not oh, bad. It's just a straight up reshoot. Rest in peace, Anne Hayes. Yep. That's a horrible way to go out. Who? Right. Anne Hayes. Oh, actress. yeah. Yep. True. Yeah. Died from head trauma, but they also said she was so badly burnt, too. Mm. That'll happen. All right. Uh, let's not leave on a somber note. Uh, Rose Byrne officially coming back for Insidious 5, and that's the one that will be directed by Patrick Wilson. Okay, I heard about that. What else has he directed? I, As far as I know, I think this is his first one, and I think, yeah, uh, I think he was really okay. kind of... I think they said he was really paying attention and following along with uh, James Wan, like the movies well, they worked together on. That would be cool. So, essentially, I think the characters from the the first two movies are coming back. Like the kids are older. Oh, good, so. good. Yeah, yeah. That that last key lost lost me, man. That one. That one. So. Oh. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> that was bad. That was and bad. I I just kind of threw this in there. No real news, but we might get some big news on the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. Okay. So they they might have finally struck a deal to actually get some something because can't even get new updates on the video game because of this lawsuit. Right, so. right. You know we're due for some reboots of Freddy and Jason. I think so, man. Yeah. I think they're, they're leaving too much money on the table. I think the Freddy one will happen before Friday the Thirteenth because it seems like. Uh, Wes Craven's uh, family is more open to doing something as long as it's a good idea. Okay. Then this ridiculous lawsuit with Friday the 13th on who <laughs> who owns what and who yeah. came up with what. I, I think we'll get Freddy back sooner. That sucks. Jason's a cooler character. Yeah, maybe maybe they'll maybe they'll uh, close out the credits with Nightmare on My Street. You remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. All right, <clears throat> Philip, trailer park. Uh, let's go on down to the trailer park. We're gonna bring you the big, the small, and sometimes the very weird. Brian, what do we got? Uh, this is listed as a horror comedy. Okay. The menu. <clears throat> All right. A young couple travel to a remote island to eat an exclusive rest to eat at an exclusive restaurant where the chef has prepared a lavish menu with some shocking surprises. Sounds uh, interesting. Pretty good cast here. Anya Taylor Joy. Is it Ray Fines? I think so. Rafe Rafe Fines. Rafe Fines. Why does he spell it wrong? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I never could figure that out. It's a British uh, thing, I guess. Nicholas Holt and John Leguizamo. This is directed yeah, by Mark guess. Mark Myloid, I think how you pronounce it. I looked him up. He seems to have done a lot of TV. He did like 
worked on Game of Thrones for like two years directing. So oh, wow, well that's some cred right there. Um, I'm throw it to you first, Lance. Oh, I'm gonna be all over this, man. I actually, I actually saw the. It wasn't this trailer. It was a slightly shorter one. Uh, the I teaser. Saw it. Yeah, I guess the teaser. I, I saw it like three or four months ago, mm-hmm. and I, I rushed home to show AJ because we're big foodies. Um, my wife loves to cook. She's a uh, she's worked her way up to a district manager with a you know with a company that that sells kitchenware cutlery and stuff like that. So. Um, she's she is uh, she's a spitfire in the kitchen, Philip. You know that. Yeah. And she, we just fucking love everything about uh, food. She loves everything about cooking. I love everything about eating. So it's a great relationship <laughs> made in heaven. <laughs> but uh, we have visited some Michelin star restaurants, and uh, it's definitely an event. I mean, you're there for three or four hours, right? Because they bring you the the dishes out one at a time and let you kind of sit there and savor it. You know, have a glass of wine or something, sparkling water between meals or whatever, and then they usually end it with like some sorbet and then a dessert. So it this this movie this movie was made for us, man. Have you been to one that will give you a forty five second head start to run? That is what <laughs> intrigues me. Is is this going to be kind of like the hunt? That's uh, what I kind of got. Is well, that's what they're like the Food you. Network mixed with the hunt. I'm hoping that's a misdirect. I'm hoping it's not that on the nose, because we've had an so? awful lot of mo- well, we've had an awful lot of movies with that lately, right? They're eating people, you know, and it, well, yeah. it's all based on the most dangerous game, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm kind of intrigued by the interactions with Ray Fiennes and Anya Taylor Joy, right? Especially is like you're neither one of us or one of them, so I don't know yeah. which side she me. is. Yeah. yeah. Like, is she food or is she and one of the chefs? And she's really, her character, know. the way her character comes off, like, she would never right? be with a guy like Nicholas Holt's character. Yeah. They, they did seem to. Like, that scene where he's talking about mouthfeel, and she's like, don't ever say yeah. that again. And he's trying, to, <laughs> he's trying to take pictures of the food, and she's just kind of looking at sure. him like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so. This looks like a fun movie, man. I I hope there I hope there is an extra twist. I hope it's not just that straightforward, you know. It's it's just Gordon Ramsay chasing after the lambs. <laughs> <laughs> and I would assume with John Leguizamo that that's where we're probably going to get majority of the comedy from. I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. So. I would hope so. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy is pretty funny in her own right. Yeah, can she be? Yeah, that it's a good cast, man. I'll definitely watch this. Yeah. Although yeah. we've seen movies with a really great cast bomb yeah. before, of course, yeah. it it can happen. And Nick, I'm, Nick, Nicholas Holt can be funny as hell. He's in that uh, TV show, The Great, that he's in, where he plays mm-hmm. Peter the Great. He's hilarious. Yeah, and I'm I'm coming around on you, Taylor Joy. I, I never, I always knew she was a good actress, but I think. I think it was just the, the far part eyes thing. <laughs> That'll get you. She, she does. That'll get like you. But I rewatched Alien or something. Huh? <laughs> I rewatched uh, the Northman. Uh huh. I, I think she gives a fucking awesome performance in that one. And I kind of went into a, like a rabbit hole of like North mythology that they were including in there that you might have missed okay. and stuff like that. Oh wow! All right. So. I've been kind of yeah. curious about that lately, too. I may end up down that same rabbit hole. Yeah, rewatch the movie, right. and then there's, like, a whole bunch of, like, YouTube videos where they kind of, like, 
do a deep dive on you know this stuff like that and like the the Valkyrie that shows up in it. A lot of people right. were thinking that the Valkyrie actress or something had braces on or braces. something. Braces, yeah. But right. I guess uh, in North mythology or whatever the case may be, I might have been saying it wrong, but I guess they filed designs into their teeth. Oh, okay, okay. So it was like little stuff like that you find out and you kind of have a little bit better appreciation for the movie, like the details and stuff like that. But That sounds like a not very good idea. Yeah. <laughs> happens to your enamel. <laughs> yeah. I'm but, going, I've, I've been going fucking nuts from having half a tooth missing that I'm finally getting starting to get filled in. Mm. I can imagine your whole goddamn mouth being sharp. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the the cast had me intrigued and then uh, me and my wife were also food fans and Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm hoping that it's not a straight hunt style movie there's you know they, the the synopsis says shocking surprises so okay i'm yeah. want to i want to be shocked i guess i don't want to yeah. see something or especially i don't want to see something coming and then it happens exactly yeah my thought my thoughts too maybe right. she's the crazy one i don't know maybe all these people are the dangerous yeah. ones yeah, the, maybe the, he's just the, killing assholes. It yeah. could be. <laughs> maybe they'll start a whole franchise, huh? Like Saw? <laughs> yeah. This will come out just in time for the holiday seasons. Uh, uh, maybe, November 18th. Maybe Nicolas Cage will show up in his role from Pig. I can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he could cook a person. I'll bet. <laughs> All right. On to listener feedback. Listener uh, feedback! This week, the podcast spotlight shines on our bloody obsession with uh, Join Zobo with the shotgun and uh, Vino Anatomica of the Spinsters of Horror as they dissect the most disturbing movies ever made. Oh, that'll be an interesting one. Uh, a gore cast for the extreme created by two women whose bloody obsession is with all things nasty. I bet it is. Uh, this podcast is not for the faint-hearted violence gore torture and extreme horror so check that out our bloody obsession sounds fun Uh, Brian posted a poll in the group Um, are you still getting in the water after shark movies Uh, an astounding 86% so far have said yes Uh, Al Ramsour said uh, oh nope that was yeah that was Al Said, I'm from Florida. You got to shoot me. And then uh, <laughs> Tim Davis says, I'm from I'm from, I'm from Australia. You'd also have to shoot me. And they've got yeah. like the crazy monsters out there. Oh shit! Uh, uh, I don't Zim want to be shot either. So. <laughs> Zim Vader says no. Uh, nor would I send my child out unsupervised on a banana boat. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that happened. Uh, Eric King posted a picture of a couple in bed. Uh, yeah, you know, the meme with the dude turned the other way and says, her. Oh, yeah. I bet he's thinking about other women. Him. How did the monster from Jeepers Creepers not only register a vehicle, but also get a personalized plate? That's hmm. a good question. Hmm. <laughs> Doesn't work as well when I explain it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in the state they were in. Uh-huh. All 
mail-in forms, I guess, maybe? I, anything's possible, I guess, huh? Maybe Let's in the layer he... Maybe in his lair he had an internet. I don't know. <laughs> they don't discriminate. Yeah. What's his driver's license look like? <laughs> All right. Uh, regarding the Jaws Revenge car- commentary, Tim Davis says, I cannot wait. Uh, Zim Vader says, uh, when you're so intent on seeking revenge that you'll eat a plane. Yep. <laughs> Russell A. Calhoun says... Uh, this is one case where the novelization was far superior to the movie. Uh, the novel explained how the shark was able to travel to the Caribbean, and Hoagie was more of a fleshed-out character, and it had voodoo in it. Great novel, shitty movie. Oh, voodoo. See, that would have explained a lot. Yeah. Would it? <clears throat> uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it would have just been another thing added. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Can't sound that turd. Uh <laughs> Regarding Amityville Wednesdays, B. Germain says, uh, if you need something, uh, if you need someone to come and talk about those weird STV Amityville, uh, you know who to call. There you go, well, Brian. Indeed. Brian? <laughs> well, indeed. Brian, what's, uh, what's the status, man? Um, th- was there one this week? Yeah, Amityville. I missed it. Amityville to the possession. It is takes oh, place. for fuck's sake. It takes place before the first movie. Oh, and great. Okay. It is Nez's favorite one out of the franchise, so he Are you serious? That one. Oh my god, dude. All right. Yep, here it is. Amityville The Possession from nineteen eighty two. Okay. And uh this week's episode, uh, Amityville three D will be a short one. If you want to listen to a full <clears throat> part, uh, re- review on it, uh, go over to Nez's uh network. Uh go back a couple of years to thirty one days. We did a full review on that one. So so this okay. one I'm probably gonna focus on trivia on okay. the movie. If you right. if you must, <laughs> is it is it good or is it is is this one of the shittier ones? Uh, we're not into the shitty ones in my opinion yet. So. Not yet. Okay, got not a little base to go yet. I, I <clears throat> three's not the greatest, but I enjoy it because I, I just remember it from watching it as a kid. Sure. I probably I've probably seen three, two and three before I even saw the original one when I was a kid. So. Okay. Man, that whole genre of movies just falls by the wayside for me. I can't remember a single right. thing that happened in any of them. <laughs> I, yeah, I just remember Margot Kidder doing the weird nude ballet dancing. Oh, you you got <clears> to <throat> in the first one. You got to watch the second one. Uh, is there is there more more there nude ballet some, dancing? There, there are some uncomfortable storylines happening that to. I, I'm sitting there watching okay. the movie. I'm not trying to spoil my own review, but I'm sitting there right. watching the movie. I'm like, this isn't really happening. This is all in his head. And then it cuts to another scene confirming that it happened. And I'm just like, what the fuck am I watching? Okay. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, it gets I actually kind of intrigued uh, All right. And then you read trivia and they had to change it because if they would have did the original version, there would have been even more uncomfortable stuff in the movie. Yikes. Based on a true story, huh? Uh, they're they're truth. Fucking probably. Allegedly. <laughs> the version they wrote All to right. sell their book. Uh, let's see. And 
Al Ramsur uh, was talking about an interview that we posted and says, did y'all interview Zazie Beats? We uh, wish. I wish. You know, I think that was the Hollywood Reporter. Right. <laughs> just passing it along. That'd be they awesome stole our name. They stole our name. <laughs> uh, let's see. Regarding uh, Kiersey Clemens joining the cast of Godzilla and the Titans, uh, Wilfred uh, Posicle says, J'adore. Look yeah. at that. What's that mean? What's that mean? Means I love it. Yep. Oh, okay. She's a good actress. Is she? Uh, <coughs> that movie, uh, Sweetheart, Lance, with the sea monster. Okay. You seen that one? Yeah. Yeah, the, that actress. Okay. And uh, Fode Kieta, probably fucked your name all kinds of up, said salut. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> We're getting feedback from all over the world. That's I know. Part, right? Different languages. Check that out. Uh, regarding Pam Greer, Tavares Ellis says Sheba, baby. Yeah, uh, <laughs> she will be starring in a upcoming uh, zombie movie. So sold. Um, Henry Waugh says uh, hi. I thought you might be interested in hosting a Q and A uh, to discuss the latest from psychologist and award-winning dark fiction author Paul De Blasier, De Blasier the third. Uh, an unforgettable chilling story that will haunt your nightmares. Goddess of everything, a blood-curdling tale of a mother's affection to, for her son and her son's struggle for truth, freedom, and love. She's like breastfeeding him when he's 324 months old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's asking, down, right? he's asking, isn't this like your thing, Lance? Like books? Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do it. Yeah, just uh, yeah. let us know what what time and day works, and and we'll. I mean, if I'm available, it. yeah, I'll do it. But I don't know what I'm gonna add to well, uh, the subject. We'll we'll make we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. And holy shit, we got some TikTok feedback. All right. Now what the kids are using. Uh, student of the game says Black Adam looks good. Uh, I just don't like how uh, Black Adam is. I wanted to say B.A. because that's how he wrote it and it's fine. Right. <laughs> I just don't like how B.A. is being promoted as an anti-hero instead of a supervillain. True. Yep. Right. Well, we'll but I, I really just everything I'm re- we talked about it earlier with Warner Brothers. Just everything I read about the guy that took over. He seems okay. he seems intent on fixing things. Okay. Well, that would be. He, nice. he even he even gave gave credit to uh, Marvel and how they've been doing it, basically saying we should have followed their that formula. Same form, yeah. You mean kind of like everybody's been screaming for like a decade? <laughs> yeah. They fi- finally got someone in who believes it. Uh, horror for dummies says uh, there there's some good looking guys, I guess in. Oh, there us. you go. And, <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> what, a, what an irony that he just recently reviewed men. Cor- I, correlation, Tim? <laughs> I thought he was talking about The Rock. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but I, I'll, I'll take it. Well, uh, our show intro comes from Steve Carlton of The Geeks. Um, and be on the lookout for some more great stuff from Steve. Uh, our artwork comes from Natsulani. Uh, and if you'd like to help us out, 
please consider becoming a Patreon patron. I will let you pick the food, uh, the movies for a future show at any amount. And for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show. Old Zim came on with us last week and did his, yep. uh, his commentary show. So he was, it's for everybody. If you want to come on mm-hmm. and talk about it, we can do that. Yeah. The more the merrier with those, right? Yeah. And if you have a chance, please give us a five-star Apple podcast review. On to our featured attractions an hour later. (laughs) Uh, Let's hunt some vampires with Daybreakers and the all-new Day Shift. Uh, Daybreakers from 2009. Uh, In the year 2019, a plague has transformed almost every human. (laughs) The far-flung future. (laughs) Every human into vampires. Forced with a dwindling blood supply, the fractured dominant race plots their survival. Meanwhile, meanwhile, a researcher works with a covert band of vamps on a way to save humankind. <laughs> this is a little prophetic. <laughs> uh, director and writers are the Spearig Brothers, um, also known for Winchester and Predestination. Yikes. <laughs> Uh, according to the interview, Sam Neill explained uh, what made him decide to take the film uh, was the scene in the screenplay in which the businessman vampires buy morning coffee spiked with human blood. That's why he took the right <laughs> questions for Sam that was Neill. A, questions. That was a two-minute scene, Sam, <laughs> right? that you were not involved in. I wonder, I wonder if they're all bought him a beach house or something that he loves. <laughs> probably never seen the movie but it bought him a hell of a beach house all it takes is a little human blood hey uh ethan hawk was the director's first last and only choice for the lead role good good he got him good thing Uh, ethan ethan was game huh yeah uh daybreakers uh lance you want to start us out (laughs) sure Oh, man, I'll tell you what. Sam Neill really fucking hammed it up, but he was he was completely overshadowed by the hamminess of, of Willem Dafoe. <laughs> this guy, some of well, the Well, how fucking, can you not? <laughs> some of the quotes he had, like, uh, is this place, the guy asks, is this place safe? He says, oh, in a world of vampires, it's about as safe as bareback in a $5 whore. <laughs> That's the kind of line you get from this guy in this movie. But it, but it expect nothing less. But it it paints a picture of uh, how how safe it is though. It it does paint a picture, and a lot of people really a lot of people really like this movie. And I'm uh That's I'm gonna get pull, monkey box. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> in 2019, man, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I'll I'll probably disagree with most here, but I thought this was just about one of the silliest fucking premises. Of any vampire movie I've really? ever seen. Yeah. Really? Huh. Absolutely ridiculous, man. Uh-huh. I mean, for one thing, how in the fuck? Why does fire cure? What's the exact formula for just enough sun- sunlight to cure you, but without burning you to a crisp like it does 99% of the vampires that it touches? Willem Dafoe said it jumpstarts your heart. <laughs> so you, <laughs> I'll give so you that this, one. If you're in Motley Crue... You're you're safe. No, that's kickstart. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I will say that some some of the some of the special effects, uh, for as old as they were, they were they were pretty decent. You know, there were some nice gory gory scenes in it that were fun to watch. There was some obviously some good action, some good char- car chase sequences and stuff like that. But I don't know, man. I've always got a problem when you get a vampire movie and like in in one scene your hand is like right here by the sun and starts burning. And in the next scene, you're out in full sunlight. You're just wearing like a black hat and a trench coat, and you're like, well, okay. He was in the shade of a tree. The shade of a tree, yeah, a bit <laughs> far fetched for me. I kind, I kind of like the look of, of them harvesting the humans, where they hooked up the. I get, I, I, I'm assuming they were feeding them something Matrix style, and it ended up. Uh, I guess they were they pulled all of their blood out and harvested it or whatever. Yeah. I was kind of assuming that maybe, yeah, they were feeding them, but maybe they were taking more than giving. Seemed that way. Seemed that way. And, and yeah, yeah, there. I, no, I understand why Sam Neill said that, because he's talking about like biz- businessmen being blood drinkers and shit like that. So, no, I, it had it had some pretty decent political messages, I would say. Just it was a little on the nose for me and a, a little a little silly, you know, and then you got, you know, Ethan Hawke playing looking like this film noir detective. In the in the train station, smoking cigarette after cigarette. <laughs> I, I love that shot though, when the train goes by and it's dark and you just see nothing but eyes. Yeah, I'll tell you what, there were some pretty good scenes in there. I mean, these guys have an eye for 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 visual effects for sure. And then like that beginning with the little girl where she, you know, walked outside the house and let the sun kind of take her. That was like that. That was a pretty cool, shocking opening scene, but. Um, not not one of my favorites. Um, I'm not I'm not gonna totally shit all over it, but it, just to me, the premise and the story writing left left a bit to be desired. All right, Brian, different opinion. Yeah, I enjoyed this one. Um, you get, uh, I mean, obviously with vampires, you know, it falls in the horror category, but you you got right. a little sci-fi feel to it. Sure. But I also love that kind of neo-noir kind of throwback style of everybody's clothes and, like, the women's, like, hairdos. And I'll tell you what, man. In 10 years, they sure did build a lot of fucking subtitles to walk through, didn't yes, they? Yes, they did. <laughs> That's, I don't think – we can't even build that. They, they, even the Big Dig in Boston took, like, 35 fucking years, and they could work during the day. <laughs> and I found that a bit far-fetched. Um, I, I didn't mind the st- I did. I, I see what you're saying about the whole curing a vampire with um, sunlight. Cause yeah, they but don't that's really- the only weird twist in it. Yeah. Where you were like, all right, <laughs> this is what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> that was my thought exactly, Philip. But I, I thought, I thought, even though he was hamming it up, Willem Dafoe and Sam Neill, I just, I love that they were hamming it up in this movie. Oh yeah, just, yeah, that was what saved the movie for me, really. Because Sam Neill's two- character was a fucking bastard, right? You know, couldn't, couldn't turn his own daughter into a vampire, had someone else do it, and then. She didn't turn out the way he expected, and just kind of threw right. her. With the, and I love the the whole explanation with the since there's blood shortage. What what happens to a vampire when they don't get human blood? Oh yeah, how they yeah. just transform into these basically sure. mindless creatures, mm-hmm. big bat like things. Yeah, like, like the original, the ori- yeah. yeah, old school vampires, like the one from the beginning of the um, Netflix series last year, the yeah. Midnight Mass. Mm-hmm. 
series, the one that was in stuck in the that he that he found stuck in the pyramid or whatever. Yeah. Spoiler. Oh come on! <laughs> it's been out more than a year. I haven't seen it. So. Oh, I, no. I like the design of. Well, it was like the first episode. And I like when they were right. showing showing the, the slides in the in the, the little meeting in the beginning and how you just saw right. the the transformation, how the, the ears were getting more pointy and there was yeah. losing hair. Uh, the one thing I thought was fucking stupid, the fucking bat that kept showing up for no reason. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> like, what is... Okay, vampire and bats, okay, I, I get uh-huh. it. But if it's not going to play into anything... Um. But I, I dug the story. I, I you know, there you got this character in Ethan Hawke trying to find a blood substitute because he doesn't drink human yeah. blood and he doesn't want the humans to go extinct. And he's trying to right. find an alternative. And then, of course, you got the corporate side that is kind of on a different level. All about short-term profits. Yeah. And then I, I kind of dug the the little conflict he had with his brother because. He's trying to save human the human race, but his brother hunts humans for blood harvesting. Yeah, right. And I, what's messed up? I tried because I, I thought I recognized his brother in something. That mm-hmm. guy's not even yeah. in the top ten build of this movie. What? He's like he's like That's in a the pretty big role. In, woman at woman at coffee stand is billed over him. Really? How the fuck did that happen? Guy reading newspaper is billed above. <laughs> I was like, that's messed up. It's crazy. No, no respect. <laughs> are you sure it wasn't? Are you sure it wasn't a young Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> no, I kept looking because they, they kept saying his name, Frankie, like over right. and over and over, and I'm just scrolling, sure. scrolling, scrolling. I was like, oh, here you are, way down at the bottom of the at cast the very list. Very bottom. <laughs> Has no he been respect. Hey, no respect. He's been in. He's been in ton. A lot of TV, but he's okay. been in a lot of stuff. But probably supernatural. His character had a name <laughs> and a storyline. Right, right. Guy, guy ordering coffee was above him. <laughs> Blood coffee. <laughs> he had a one night stand with the lady that wrote the uh, cast. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's like, but, oh, this guy. Overall, I, I dug the the sci-fi feel. Uh-huh. I dug the throwback feel with the cars and the clothes and the the, yeah. the women. The women, the vampire women, are always beautiful in movies. Sure, and I, I love that old school hairstyle too that they always have. Um, I dig Ethan Hawke and everything. Every time he has a movie coming out, I'm 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 gonna watch it to see his performance because I forgot. Cool the week, Lance. Uh, mm-hmm. The black phone is on Peacock. Yeah, still, that's what still, I heard. Still it's good. Still good. Now on Peacock. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna rewatch it. Gar- yeah, I guarantee. The, I the wife you. watched it and she she liked it. Mm-hmm. And it was more so off the the performances of the kids, especially the the sister. Oh sure, sure. So. Well, you know what I heard? I was listening to horror news radio today, and they said there were some Easter eggs in there that I never even caught, like the little kid from It in, in the in the yellow rain slicker. Mm-hmm. Shows up in the background in the scene, riding his oh. bicycle. So yeah, there's like all kinds of like different horror movie Easter eggs in it. So I will be rewatching it. it I just got lost so much with that porcelain tearing apart, apart that concrete. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's what ruined it for you. <laughs> That's what ruined it for me. <laughs> that was the one scene where I said, you know what? 
they lost they don't, me. They don't make porcelain like they used to in the 70s. So <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's true. Stronger that's back the, then. The extra strength right. porcelain. <laughs> but I think... You ever flush one of those old toilets? It'll suck down the whole goddamn bathroom. <laughs> right? <laughs> like like when Al Bundy got the, the toilet 2000 they put in his garage so uh, nobody could bother him when he went to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Daybreakers, I think if you were looking for a different take on a vampire story, I think uh, this is a good one. Kind of doesn't get talked about enough, and I think it's uh, I think it's a decent one. It's It's got a fan following for sure, man. I posted that I was watching it, and I got a lot of likes, so there yeah. you go. See, and uh, this is a movie that I thought I had watched and just forgot about, you know, right? fouled it away under the... 50 other vampire movies that sound almost exactly the same as this one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I hadn't seen it. I realized okay. when I started watching it, I was like, I've never watched this movie. And uh, I really liked the premise because it was something that was totally different and a reason for it not to be filed with all those thousands of other vampire movies. Sure. Sure. Um, I, I, I like the world building. I feel like this probably would have worked great as a TV series. Interesting. Mm. Okay. I mean, I maybe not that. 2009, but now, yeah, uh, it might be pretty cool because I I like the whole world that they're building. Um, it's it's got some social commentary, but it's vague enough where it works yes. for a bunch of yeah. different things. Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. bump you over the head with it. Yeah, and uh, and 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 you can sort of take it at your own interpretation, which which I like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's no I, Black Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I like this movie, man. I thought it was really good. I get, yeah, like I said, the the sunlight kickstarting the heart was the only right. thing that I was like, now oh, that seems a little silly. <laughs> I, I did, li- I, I, did like, <laughs> I did like, I did like the people can't get reinfected. Okay. I did like that. Yeah. That whole. If they well, would have came up with a better thing than the sunlight curing them. Right. Yeah, since I, most of it was just burning them the minute it fucking hit them. Yeah, change that part, but keep yeah. the whole, if a vampire bites them, they basically get infected with right. cure. I like that whole Yeah, yeah, aspect, that, that, but, make, that makes sense. I, I would have preferred if they found a different way to do it, though. Because I love that scene where uh, Sam Neill bites Ethan Hawke and he gets cured. Sure. And they just sure. tie him up, put him in the elevator, and send him down to the yeah. to the hungry soldier vampires. Uh-huh. Yeah. Even though my yeah. wife did catch one guy that was just acting like he was biting, but his face was nowhere near Sam Neill's body. <laughs> <laughs> he's just shaking well, his head. Yeah, just, they and then when she pointed it out... They did a good they, job getting a lot of cancer. shaking his head, and I was like, just, just to pretend like he's biting him. Just don't look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, they did they did a good job though getting a lot of a lot of cast members there. Like some of those action scenes were really mm-hmm. good because they they would have like you know twenty four or thirty six people all in in one scene together attacking. Yeah. And, it, I, and this I, and I will say this is another movie they did a fantastic job with pr- uh, practical effects. Right. That I don't right? think I some agree. of the some of the CGI effects wasn't needed. Yeah, and some of the CGI well, was not awesome. Yeah, but for 2009, it wasn't horrible. Yeah, but like, um, 
like little stuff with CGI is it was fine with me. Like to highlight, yeah. I think they used it to highlight the vampires because they almost had a glowing effect to them. They were so mm-hmm. kind of pale. Mm-hmm. And then I liked the stuff with the the mirror, how you know they weren't there, but you saw the clothes and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was but pretty I cool. thought of you, Lance, when they mm-hmm. drugged those uh, uh, crazy creature vampires into the sunlight i thought of you with right, the, the right? cgi fire cgi fire yeah but it i mean i i ha- i took into account the fact it was you know fucking 15 years ago you know it wasn't escape room 2 huh no because escape room 2 is just as bad and it was 15 years later <laughs> they should have done a little better job by then i have a hard time <laughs> i have a hard time giving them that excuse just okay. in general, well, you know what I mean? Because I remember watching some movies back then, like uh, yeah. Blade 2 was one that I had a big problem with. Because they, they had okay. like Gumby okay. people when they were doing it. And I was like, <laughs> we're going to watch this in 10 years and go back and think, wow, this was right. really fucking ridiculous. Really bad, yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what fight scene you're talking about. <laughs> it goes full cartoon. Yeah. But I think they did it in a couple of Spider-Man movies, too. Was... Yeah. What? <laughs> I think the I worst it. one was, uh, I think, the third Matrix movie when he's uh, fighting all the yes. Agent Smiths. Yeah, and then it, it bad, turns huh? into a cartoon. Yeah, a straight up cartoon. <laughs> yeah, I, who was it, Brian? Some I don't know if it was a podcast you were listening to. Somebody was talking about how bad the, I think it was the geeks. They were talking about how fucking horrible the battles at, with Brandon Fraser and the Scorpion King were. Oh god. <laughs> Maybe it was. I'm trying to remember who was talking about that. They said it was like it's... some of the worst fucking CGI ever. I the, yeah the CGI in when he. When he was uh, the Rock was in the Mummy movie as the Scorpion, right, King. right, it was exactly. horrible. But when he did his own movie, the CGI was better. Even even though he doesn't turn into a fucking scorpion in his movie. Yeah, thank God, right? But me as a young person back in the day watching that in the theater, I was just kind of like, "What the fuck is this? What is going on?" <laughs> Might as well watch Sinbad in the Eye of the Tiger, right? Oh gosh. <laughs> Ray Harryhausen. <laughs> I'd appreciate that more. I think so. Yeah. But all in all, good movie, man. I definitely enjoyed it. I thought it was creative cool. and unique. All right, scores. Brian, would you or uh, Lance? You started it. What do you think? Oh, right, right in the middle, man. I'm. I I, I, I love the way that Sam Sam Neil hammed it up. And I love some of the way that they gave you the messages without killing you to death with them. And I love the fight and action scenes. But the story itself and the sunlight story kind of completely took me out of it. So straight down the middle, it's a five. All some right. good, some bad. Better than I expected. Brian, <laughs> what do you think? I did have a problem in a few areas but not enough to give this a low rating i'm, I'm almost at an eight but i'm i'll say 7.75 not bad kind of right there not bad at all I, I like i said i really like the mix of futuristic with with the past kind of yeah. meshed, meshed in even like i didn't mention it like uh, willem dafoe he was almost kind of dressed sure. like a like james dean in some scenes where he had like the, the, the jacket with the t-shirt you know because he was like a old school car guy 
that oh up, yeah that up, he had some badass thing was cool as he shit, had some man. badass fucking cars man <laughs> I, I i dug that uh i always like ethan hawk and uh yeah sam neil you know usually you know when to me when i think of sam neil i think of dr grant from jurassic park Sure, sure. So it's, it's I, I like when he pops in as the villain, like Event Horizon or this, you know. So, yeah, ham it up, Sam Neil. That's right, Event Horizon. <laughs> um, I, you know what? I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seven. Nice. I think nice. it'd be an easy eight if they had maybe changed the sunlight thing. Which okay, good. I'm I didn't I'm not think too hard about until you brought it up. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's in there. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but I did. I I do remember watching it and going, "Ah, well." <laughs> it's one of those little mind humps you have to get over and just be like, "All right, just forget that that happened and continue sure. on." Sure, <laughs> a little, little bit, a little bit of a groan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so I'd say we recommend it. Yeah, for the most part, I'm I'm not I'm not mad. I watched it. Also, Lance likes Pet Cemetery, the remake. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you got to stress the remake part. <laughs> Absolutely, better than the original. I'll stand by that. So that's what your scores mean. Uh, we're gonna go to Day Shift 2022 <laughs> as a Netflix. <laughs> one. Uh, were you guys cool with this one coming out on Netflix, or should it have been sure. the theater? Oh, I'm fine, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I've I've heard about this movie like a while ago. So I think I think when it got announced and when it got released, I think it would have been I think it would have did bad at the theaters. Probably. Yeah. I think this gives it a wider platform. coming. Never underestimate. Never. Never underestimate the power of Snoop Dogg. (laughs) <laughs> that's true uh, number one movie on netflix right now i believe it uh a hard-working blue-collar dad who just wants to provide a good life for his quick-witted eight-year-old daughter uh his mundane san fernando valley pool cleaning job is a front for his real source of income hunting and killing vampires uh director is jj perry um this is his first directorial effort uh, but he's hard at work. Uh, oh, he's a hardworking stuntman who has done stunts in 149 movies, including The Fate of the Furious and John Wick. Okay. Uh, writers are Tyler Tice and Shay Hatton. Uh, Scott Atkins and Chad Stahelski uh, worked on this movie and John Wick Chapter 4 together, which Shay Hatton co-wrote. Okay. Uh, Lance, you want to start us off again? What'd you think about Day Shift? Oh man, it's uh, it, it's it's a fun it's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. I I love the action scenes. I love the choreography. You can definitely tell the John Wick people were involved in this. Mm-hmm. It was just seamless. Part there were parts of this that reminded me of a good old Jackie Chan movie where like yeah. everything just went perfectly, you know, perfectly choreographed the way the action scenes went together. Um, was was it a little bit cheesy? Like, did it have kind of a little bit of a leprechaun feel in a couple of scenes? Yes, <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah, it, it, there was some. There was a there was a good good amount of cheese cheese factor in it for sure. You got to really really stretch your imagination to buy the the storyline. But uh, 
I had I had a lot more fun with this one than Daybreakers, guys. Really? I, I I really did, and I've never seen vampires move the way some of them did in this movie. So I don't I don't want to say too much early on. I want I want you guys to to talk. All right, Brian. I had a lot of fun with this one. I thought it was a good. Um, yeah, you would categorize it horror, but this was more action to me. Very with, uh, much so, com- yeah. comedic element, and I think the cheese factor was in there on purpose. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I, I thought of, I thought of the action returns the whole time I was watching this. Yeah, and I I didn't know like the the people involved were stunt people uh, that were directing and writing it, and I can really see how they were involved as you know with the choreography that might have hurt it for me because i actually thought the story was a little bland fair enough yeah it was kind of straightforward you know Mm -hmm. you get introduced to jamie fox's character you find out he has a family uh problem is there with the family and he he has a solution on how to fix it it just kind of seem like I, I've seen this storyline before, but that yeah. didn't hurt it to the point of that I wasn't enjoying it. I just thought the they put more time in the, the stunt work and the action than they did actually the story. Yeah. And I um but I I I always enjoy Jamie Foxx. He's a funny, talented guy. Um Snoop, I I don't know if this is a spoiler, but I, I wanted more Snoop than what I got. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think most people knew going in he wasn't going to be the main the main guy. I thought uh, Dave Franco was great in it because he just kind of oh, really God, portrayed yeah. this kind <laughs> what, of what a pussy. <laughs> the guy they would send with you to do the work that he was supposed to do. That's what I pictured. Okay. His, yeah. Just the way he was just walking and just his whole yeah. attitude and. It's so by the book, I'm like, you're okay. You're, I see it. I see it, Dave. I see it in this book. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Megan Good, she's one of my hall passes. She continues to look the same. I had to, I had to double check to see how old she is now. She's uh, yeah. in her 40s now. You've got to be fucking kidding she's, she's me. Holding, she's holding the line. <laughs> she does not age at all. Um, the, the little girl was okay. The synopsis saying she's quick witted. I don't, I didn't right. get that in the movie. I just thought she, like she had a whole lot of parts anyway. Yeah. She just right. was there. Jamie Foxx, the character needed a daughter. Yeah, kind of like, like the little kid in my spy or something like that. But the synopsis would kind of make you think she's a uh, wise cracking and yeah, true, true. Yeah. She was just kind of there. You're right. I uh, love the action in it. Um, I did not know Scott Atkins was in this. I, mm-hmm. I love him. I love his movies. He's he's a hell of an action star, and it was nice to see him pop. It was a big surprise for me because I, I completely I kind of went into this blind. I didn't yeah, really look, look up anything, and I uh, wish the villain had a little bit more to do than what we got. Yeah, yeah, kind of a weak, kind of a weak yeah. villain, you know. But I also can see that if this is a success, how they can grow off of this and maybe do another one. I, I would definitely like to see another one. Well, yeah, did because didn't they reference a particular vampire that didn't even show up in this movie? Yeah. So. And I, think- I dug, 
I dug the changes they did with the vampires and right. kind of adding on to the mythology. You know, we'll mm-hmm. get into that in spoilers, but I like the way they moved. And yeah, me too. That me was too. from everything I could see. That was actual people that they got to move like that and, oh, and yeah, control true. their bodies and bend. I hope not. <laughs> really? I, I've seen Christ. I've seen people do that. Not during the fight scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spider people, man. <laughs> there, there are people that actually do that, and it's crazy. Wow. Well, I, I think. Circus. I think. <laughs> what I think uh, happened is uh, for the contorting scenes. I think those are actual people, but then I, I think they okay. switch them out for the actual fight I scenes. So, like I, I, the fight scene with Snoop Dogg, right? Him. <laughs> uh, watch this with the wife, and there was a few times uh-huh. she was like, "That's not Jamie Fox." Yeah, right. And I told her, "Stop, <laughs> you're ruining it." Because if like, I if I see it's not Jamie Fox, that's all I'm gonna see. And it's like, a, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Where it's a fight, and then all of a sudden, some white dudes in there. <laughs> oh no, the the, the scenes with the scenes off. with his mom. <laughs> with the mom. <laughs> How she turns around and it's a, it's right. a guy, it's a man with a mustache. Yes, doing, doing the stunt work. <laughs> but overall, I thought this was a fun movie. Um, I, I like that it came out on Netflix. Uh, I think this is like what net netflix needs to do they need to do uh movies like this and um uh forgot the name of it the zombie movie army of army of the dead oh i love that yeah they need to do more this is what they need to focus on and stop doing these fucking two three hundred million dollar action movies with the rock just do these kind of movies these fun action movies and this stupid straightforward story has a better story than like the red notice thing I don't even remember what the storyline was. I don't either. <laughs> stealing something, stealing a diamond, or st- I, don't, I, I still I, I, I can't finished tell the you. movie. Yeah, I still I've seen it twice, and I can't yeah. tell you what they were stealing. I've tried to see it twice. I don't think I ever finished it. I don't yeah, think I finished it either. But yeah, they keep doing these dumbass action movies with like people right. who are way too good to be in them, and then mm-hmm. the movie is terrible. Right. And uh, this is not one of those, I think. I, I really enjoyed this one. Like you guys said, it was a fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, just guaranteed fun time. So if nothing else, watch it for that. And it's on Netflix. So, yeah, um, yeah I really liked everybody that was in it. Um, I thought I, I I enjoyed the fight scenes, but that's also one of those times where you have to sort of shut your mind off a little and just watch it because it's fun mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like wait this is a little extreme yeah <laughs> but they're also vampires so uh that works um yeah man i had a really good time with this one snoop dog as a fucking cowboy is cool <laughs> as a mother I, like, I like that he's a cowboy but he's still like <laughs> West Coast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking cool shit, man. Like, I, I definitely want more of this character. I want, like, a spinoff comic book of him. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wouldn't mind, like, a prequel movie because they mentioned right. him and Jamie Foxx's character were, like, um, friends from the military. Yeah. The problem is, well, can Snoop carry a movie? Well, that's why you you have Jamie Foxx in it. Yeah. So he just <clears throat> Jamie Foxx does the heavy lifting, and Snoop yeah. just kind of Snoop karate. is the, 
the buddy cop comedy relief. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing how they went from the military to hunting right. vampires. Yeah, that's true. But that doesn't seem like something you just fall into. Yeah, because Snoop's... Snoop is a lot of things, but a good actor is not one of them. <laughs> he, he, he works in this because he's essentially Snoop with yeah, a cowboy hat and a trench coat. Yeah. And I may get some hate for that, but come on. You've you seen that dude deliver a line. <laughs> you won't get any hate for that. <laughs> um, and uh, I, yeah, I mean, that was really about it. Like you said, the story was straightforward. Um, all the characters were good. They... Uh, the acting was really great in it, I thought, mm-hmm. uh, despite, you know, Snoop. <laughs> the guy's doing his best, man. What do you want? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. I think every everybody did what they were supposed to do. Yeah. Right? And I, well, I guess I'll get into that in spoilers. Um, all right, let's go scores. Lance? Seven and a half. Okay. Way better. Brian? Yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, I'll agree with Lance, uh, seven and a half. It could could go up on other viewings. Like I said, yeah. I, I really really enjoyed the action, and I think this is if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna watch this movie, you watch it for the the action and the yeah. the vamp the action stunts, vampire killing. This is what you watch the movie. If you're coming to have a story that is gonna sit there and make you think, it's not an A twenty four film, is no. it? <laughs> this is not elevated horror. This is yeah. straightforward. <laughs> action horror comedy which is a fun genre (laughs) and uh i'm gonna agree seven and a half for me too nice yeah good movie man (laughs) i was pleasantly surprised i was a little worried about it uh all right spoilers this is a motherfucking spoiler alert you've been fucking warned this is a motherfucking spoiler alert you've been fucking warned this is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. All right. I'm going to jump in and say I like some of the added mythology to okay. like, I because I, when we see, I'm just like, okay, do we just, we, do we need Jamie Foxx in the shower? Is this for the ladies? And then he pulls out the yellow powder and he's rubbing it all over himself, but he's rubbing right. it kind of like it hurts. And yeah. then later, when he's got Dave Franco's character, he's like explaining that vampires give off a gas that if it gets on you, it attracts other vampires. So, and I, I kind of like the little added <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, like they kind of mark you. In other yeah, words, don't, like don't get the don't get the powder in your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> and then later you see when you next day you see Dave Franco and he's like, I got it in my butthole and it's way worse than what you expected. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, man. That was funny. <laughs> I like the. Dave Franco was breaking down all the different type of vampires. Oh yeah, he was a vampire nerd. That was a good way to to like deliver the rules. Yeah, and then when they got to the house, he was trying to explain to the the vampire hunters that this is this is a weird situation because right. these vampires, when you know, and of course, you know, Jamie's got to say something funny. You know, it's like Bloods and Crips getting along. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that uh, scene during that one though, where he like. Uh-huh. He's like, send me one, bro. And he shoots him. He like 
unchambers around and sends it flying across the room where he grabs it and shoots that vampire. That's where I was yes. like, oh, come the fuck on. <laughs> yeah, but it was fun. It was fun. It man. was come fun, on. though. <laughs> but that come was, that on, was one of those moments where I was like, man, I it can't doesn't work on that it because that was cool as shit. <laughs> isn't the, I don't, I've, I've only seen a couple of episodes, but isn't the other brother from that show sh- Shameless? I think so, yeah. yeah oh, he, looks, he looks familiar. Yeah. It's been oh, oh, that guy. Like, yeah, he is. Yeah. Because I, I was like, I know Scott Atkins, and I just kept right? looking at the other guy. I was like, I've seen you in something that is nothing like this character right here. Yeah, he's that been was, in that all kinds of That was the best scene in the show, man. That was awesome. <laughs> and it was kind of weird because he kind of, Jamie Foxx kind of played it off like these guys were going to be like super assholes. Yeah. But yeah. But they, they were, were cool. so down to split the money. I thought they were going to fucking walk away, with, try to walk away with all the money. And know? I love the, the whole, like, Pulling the fangs, yeah, selling them. Basically, the fangs tell tell what kind of vampire you got and how old. And there's like different pricings, almost like the stock market. Like you can see, like yeah. the prices are dropping for this one. And and I I think that was kind of making fun of comic book and toy collectors a little bit. You know, oh, that makes sense. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, and I had a question about the wife. So she's okay. just gonna fucking move. <laughs> that's like hey man don't take my kid and she's like yeah sorry we're selling the house <laughs> and they're yeah, still being all friendly literally literally across the country <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck is that well Seems i like mean be more upset <laughs> yeah that that's why i felt like the story was a little weak because they didn't really sure didn't go into anything he really did wrong because he seemed like he was yeah. trying his best to provide i mean she yeah lived in a pretty fucking he was in his uh, kids' life, so... Right, right. Yeah. I was like, I, I mean, I he must have been a real asshole when they were married, because uh, he seems like he's trying his best, and she's just I mean, gonna skedaddle with the kid. What the fuck? Yeah, the only thing I kind of <laughs> went off of is before he revealed he was a vampire hunter, he, he said yeah. he, he lied about a lot of things, I'm yeah, assuming okay. to hide his occupation, so maybe she assumed he was it, doing other things. Right, they, thought he was cheating. Yeah. But yeah, but they didn't really go into Just that. Just like white chicks. Well, you'd think they would have at least <laughs> had that discussion, right? She would have at least given him the courtesy of calling him out and making him explain himself, right? Before yeah. just saying, get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> like I hope. said, it was, it was it was a storyline like Yeah, plot I'm, hole. I'm, I'm take I'm taking the kid and I'm moving right. away unless this happens and then that person has to yeah. figure out how to resolve that it's been that was, that was kind of silly I, i'll agree and then the villain i thought not that she the actress did anything wrong i just think they just didn't do anything with the character yeah it didn't really make her that menacing did they because of course they let us know that the the, the lady like she's super old yeah because right? you find out the old lady in the beginning that got killed by jamie fox Mm-hmm. Was her daughter, so you're just kind of like, wow, right. okay, you're you're you you're like an ancient uh, vampire or something. Mm-hmm. Has she been in other stuff? Yeah, my uh, wife. My wife said she'd been. AJ said she's been in that show, How to Get Away with Murder. Okay, I guess that's her big claim to fame. This is like Latina Isla Fisher. I yeah. Sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I thought that was Isla Fisher at first. I thought it was at first. I thought, is Borat <laughs> going to show up? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and I just thought it was a kind of... I thought her right-hand man kind of had a better uh, fight scene than she did. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. But, you know, like like you guys were saying, maybe they'll. Maybe this is just the first. How did Snoop Dogg survive, is what I want to know. Because he's Snoop Dogg. Okay. <laughs> enough, enough said. Yeah. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next question. Supposed to worry I mean, I, I was a little confused. I'm like, did did he get bit, or did he just get a piece of his neck torn? I think he got bit, didn't he? Because they didn't really stress if he was a vampire or not at the end. Maybe they he'll did. be a vampire in the sequel. Well, huh? Franco, Franco is, you yeah. know, so... Which yeah, uh, <laughs> I know what you're about to say. I think Brian, go ahead. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say I, I love Franco as a vampire. Yeah, he's like it feels so good. I I smell everything. He's like, did I shit myself? Is <laughs> then he kept trying to turn around. He was like, do you, do you see a stain back there or something? <laughs> he definitely his character went through all the fluids. He yes. Up, threw up, possibly shit himself. Yeah, threw up. <laughs> but I would definitely love to see a sequel where he's kind of Jamie Foxx's sidekick. I think it's vampire. coming. I think it's coming. Which is so weird that yeah. the other guy is supposed to be the head of this. And we didn't mention the union. I love yeah. that there's a union. Right. Yeah. Because I think they were making fun of that, too, because they were sure. like, you know, he's trading in the teeth to get his pay, but they're like, hold on, we got to deduct your, deduct your dues. Your dues. <laughs> yeah. $10 like for your Jimmy union Hoffa. card. <laughs> so well, yeah, I thought his hair, man. Fucking mullet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Is right. that what it was? I don't know. I guess. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. But I thought it was a little strange that there these are union unionized vampire hunters, but they have two vampires. Right. Right in front of them. One of them's talking to him, and he does not notice. Yeah. Anything. I mean, come on. And we, they we, didn't we even. Can't. He didn't even question who the girl was. That they he knows there was right. a massive vampire fight that just happened, and there's this girl there, sure. which she was badass, especially at the right. end. She pulled out the the samurai sword. Oh like, yeah. Wow. I, it, it was a little weird that she switched over to Jamie Foxx's side so quickly. So quickly, yeah. But and it's it's like sometimes they they couldn't control themselves, and all of a sudden they could. Yeah. They were like human acting vampires. That was kind of silly. And I kind of wanted to know what the kind of vampire Franco was because he got his he got decapitated, but he was able right. to put his head back on. Yeah, that's what they were saying. I guess, right. I guess the, the Uber <laughs> blood supply. Is that okay. what they called them? They were Ubers. Yeah, Ubers. <laughs> Shades uh, of um what what was what was that movie we saw? God damn it. Somebody was talking about it just today. The 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 ones when we saw with the kids the two kids that died but they kept coming back and fuck man. Never mind. <laughs> the teenagers think- like the one that was always a stoner. The dude that ended up going on to to play Man, in the fanatic like... when he, when the, the kid the guy who played in the fanatic opposite <laughs> help me out here John Travolta no the opposite John Travolta the one who's uh, in the Chucky series that's in everything all of a sudden oh uh, Devin Sawa Devin Sawa he was young he was a teenager in this movie and they had this, his two friends oh idle hands. Yeah, idle hands. Oh, Didn't they have something like that where one of their fucking heads like, would come off? And... said that like five minutes ago. <laughs> okay. All right. 
Well, they're yelling at their steering wheel. There you go. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> the, the 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 big kid from Mighty Ducks and Seth Serene. That's right. Was right. <laughs> that the kid from Daredevil? Yeah. <laughs> Fatty O'Malley or whatever his name is in Daredevil. <laughs> the guy that was Murdoch's lawyer partner oh, that didn't really do much lawyering. Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. <guy's> pretty funny. <laughs> All right, now that we're way off the rails, um, <laughs> any, anything else to add? I, good movie though, man. I I, I definitely yeah, enjoyed it. I'll watch that, it again. The I'm fight scene it. with the brothers was my favorite. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. watch it with the uh, with the granddaughter Friday yeah. night because she fucking loved Army of the Dead. Yeah, so I, I think she would dig this. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is a pretty safe movie to watch. You know, there's the kids right. can watch it. You know, I mean, there is gore and there, there's there's profanity, but there, you know, there's no sex or anything. Which yeah. is really the question you have when watching a movie. With kids. It really is. That's where it gets <laughs> awkward. <laughs> That's where you got some splaining to do. As long as there's no sex in it, I'll let them watch whatever. <laughs> right. Izzy's been watching Supernatural with me. She's enjoying it. Oh, cool. <laughs> She's going right. to watch all 33 seasons with you. Yeah. Is there that many? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it seems then, like that show's been on forever. Well, Is it still going? No, they no. ended it, but they're, oh, okay. they're, they're doing a uh, spinoff series. Oh, okay. I just scrolled across it on Netflix, and I was I, like, you know what? I've never watched this show. Let's try it. <laughs> all right, all guys. Right. Well, Yep. On that note, uh, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We would love to hear your feedback and ideas. Um, we'll have more feedback next week because Brian's put a couple more polls up that we haven't gotten to. So just check us out at thehorrorreturns.com. Uh, we got some new T-shirts coming out, and they should be up this week. We should have some more re-uploads of older shows up this week. And we may or may not have some YouTube, but I'll at least promise we'll have a couple of TikTok videos up this week, no matter what. Um, look for us on iTunes or anywhere else you get your music. Rate us and review us. Um, next week, we're going to go on safari to uh, Animal Kingdom at Walt Disney World. We're all taking a road trip to uh, we're driving to Animal Kingdom to uh, to watch the ghosts in the darkness, as well as check out Idris Elba down there. And Beast. Idris said he'd meet us at Disney World. What do y'all think about that? <laughs> we were about to see Idris kill a lion with his bare hands. It's like, are we going to Disney? Didn't an alligator eat a kid over there? <laughs> yeah, literally. So maybe, you know, maybe. Oh, maybe. They, they opened it since then. It's yeah. Fine. <laughs> All right, uh, Brian, until the horror returns again. Good night.